it's time to share your story. Welcome to Revealing Conversations with Patron Nicole. Heart-led discussions that reveal, release, and unveil. You will leave this hour lighter, brighter, and inspired. And now, here's Patron Nicole. Good morning, everyone, and happy Tuesday again. This is Revealing Conversations with Patron Nicole, your host today. So I hope you all survived Halloween. Uh, I thought it was a, a, a fabulous evening, and for once it wasn't raining, so we got very lucky that we stayed dry. Uh, my partner Jerry and I, we had a chance to walk around a neighborhood in Beaverton in Portland last night and had a great time witnessing the excitement as we watched our grandchildren run every to every home ringing bells and anticipation that the door will open and more treats will be offered facing goblins with scary sounds and spooky things hanging off ceilings. Uh, it was very fun to witness this, and I remember those days with my own son, and of course the excitement is super high. And and then when we come home with pounds of tasty sugary treats and we crash and we might not feel so great the next day. So I managed to uh, keep my son away from sugar until he was about eight. And then on a Halloween that night, he ate so much sugar that uh, he was quite ill and realized why he's staying away from sugar. So we had a few organic things and a few not so sugary things, but for the most part, I think there will be a lot of kids not feeling so hot today. So this has been an exciting week so far. I uh, have a book signing this week in Roseburg, Oregon at uh, on Harvard Street, and it's a bookstore called While Away Books, and that's between 2 and 5 p.m., and I hope that to all my Roseburg friends listening right now, Please stop by and visit. I would just love to give you a hug and see you. In the old days, from 1996 to 2000, I had my juice bar and healing center and vegetarian restaurant there and still know a whole bunch of really wonderful people that live uh, strewn around the outskirts of Roseburg near the beautiful, beautiful Amqua River. And today also is a, a very, very exciting uh, day for me for my very first webinar that I'm starting. And this is on the subject of the secret to quantum transformation, the seven insights. And it's a book I wrote uh, when my partner Christopher died, and I sat on the couch for two years wondering how my life was going to go on, and I decided to throw my energy into writing and contemplating, and out came The Secret to Quantum Transformation. So tonight we're going to uh, start the session with the first insight. There are seven exactly, and the first one is the law of attraction. Like the Buddha said, what you have become is the result of what you have thought. What you have become is the result of what you have thought. Under this great law, there are seven subsidiary laws of the law of attraction that align and coordinate. In other words, you will find that they are all interdependent and interrelated. 
So there's a law called perpetual energy law. This is an amazing law. It's about transmission and transmutation. Energy is forever moving into form, through form, and back into form. Everything we see, hear, taste, touch, smell is in a constant state of change. Change is all there is. And isn't it true that we as humans, we resist change sometimes or a lot of the time? We're going to talk about the subject. Then there's the law of vibration. Everything from thought to thing, from the electron to the cosmos, is in a constant state of vibration. A millions and millions of varying degrees of vibration, which we call frequencies. The higher the frequency, the more intense the vibration. Man, the earth, and the universe are all but varying degrees of the same scale. The only difference being the degree and rate of vibration. It is well known as the X-rays and gamma rays can penetrate solids. Then we have the law of relativity, first articulated by Albert Einstein. Now this law is really understood in its fullness. Relativity says that all that is only exists by comparison. Hot only exists because we compare it to cold. Good exists by comparison to bad, and so on. Everything in life just is, unless and until we compare it to something else. With true understanding of this law, we realize that nothing in life has any meaning except the meaning we give it. Then the law of polarity. Everything in existence has its opposite and cannot exist otherwise. Consequently, all opposites are different manifestations of the same thing. The only separation is by degree. There is never a hot or cold. You cannot define where one begins and the leaves and the other leaves off. Only by comparison can you define each. The law of rhythm can be compared to a pendulum which when swung to the left must come back to the right. You will have highs and lows intellectually, emotionally and physically. However, through understanding you can be your best regardless of your situation. There are physiological foundations for positive thinking that we're going to cover tonight about thoughts, about pleasant memories of nature and your favorite music of how they can change and shift your thoughts. I'm going to teach about waves of cosmic waves that penetrate all life, time, and space. And how your thoughts determine your frequency and your feelings tell you immediately what frequency you're on. When you feel bad, for example, you're on the frequency of drawing more of the same. When you're feeling good, you're powerfully attracting more good things to you. If your life isn't completely in alignment with what you would like to experience and you're serious about making a commitment to yourself, to embrace this, then you have come to the door that once enters, 
your life will transform in ways you cannot imagine. And that is why I wrote the Quantum Transformation books of Seven Insights. I hope to see you there tonight. It begins at 5 o'clock. And please go to my website at patreon.com. Click on the Seven Insights button. And that is N-I-C-O-L-L, Petra. Well, it gives me great pleasure now to introduce a very special, special guest. I had the great pleasure of meeting Miss Nancy Mills just a few weeks ago. Uh, she was introduced to me by my marketing director, and uh, she has done some extraordinary things in the world. I have the utmost respect for this woman. Uh, she has a uh, website that is called Spirited Woman in a magazine, and she does uh, extraordinary things. Every woman is a visionary, changing the world one spirited woman step at a time. Nancy Mills is the founder of spiritedwoman.com. She is a glo- she is part of the global women's empowerment community recognized as a leading women's visionary nancy publishes the spirited women top 12 pick list of which i had a great pleasure to be part of this year nancy is also the creator of the sisterhood of the sacred scarves combining scarves and ceremony and they are so beautiful She's also the founder of the Spirited Women Foundation, whose mission is to help heal and support women through actions of empowerment. She's known for her inspirational insights and her ability to inspire women. A frequent radio guest, Nancy speaks internationally on women's empowerment issues from letting your voice be heard to her belief in the every woman visionary. So, Nancy, good morning. So, so such a pleasure to have you in the show today. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate yes. it. Well, um, I have, I have, uh, of course, lots and lots of questions to you this morning. Uh, how did you get started in this amazing project, Spirited Women? Just that name alone rings uh, so beautifully in my ear. Well, it happened uh, over 20 years ago or almost 20 years ago. I had been uh, a former travel journalist, interestingly enough, and stopped doing that and moved to an area in Santa Monica, California, and was there and had just broken up with a boyfriend. And one of my neighbors heard me crying. And she knocked on my door and she said, are you okay? And I said, not really. I'm really not okay. We've just broken up. I don't know what's going to happen. And she said to me, well, what would make you happy? And I said to her, a trip. A trip would make me happy. And she said, okay. She had no idea that I was a former travel journalist. And she said, well, where would you like to go? And I said, well, I'd like to go to Montana. 
And to this day, I will never know why I said Montana. I will never know. I had no friends in Montana. I had never done a story there. I wasn't thinking about Montana, and I said Montana. And what happened? Two days later, she knocks on my, my door, and she says, guess what? My mother is going on a driving trip to Montana next week, and one of her friends dropped out. Would you like to go with her? So I went on a driving trip with three strangers to Montana the following week. And I stayed at a woman's property. And at the end of her property, there was an Indian burial ground. And right next to this Indian burial ground was a rock. And I said to her, that rock is in the shape of a woman. And she said, yes, we call her spirit woman. And I said, that's what I'm doing for the rest of my life. Oh, and that, that is amazing. That is amazing. So you've been doing this for for 20 years, and so this all happened 20 years ago. Isn't it great how these breakups can sometimes lead to the most amazing re- revelations? <laughs> well, I, you know, when we're in the thick of whatever we're in, whether it's a health issue, whether it's a business issue, whether it's a personal romantic issue, you know, we always look at, we think that we're so very much involved in, in that moment. And you're right. I think by taking a look at it in the overview, if you look back over your life, you see how these become huge, uh, pivotal turning points of change and an opportunity for growth. At least that's what I have found. I mean, not everybody takes it. I mean, people get stuck. But there are a lot of people who will take a turning point that is not positive and turn it into one of the most positive uh, stories of their of, of their life. And I've seen this happen again and again. Mm-hmm. You know, incidentally, that's exactly the theme of my entire book is how, you know, so many crazy things can happen to just one person. But you have always a choice to either turn it around and turn it into something good and positive that can heal other people by just perhaps listening to the story or reading it, or you can stay stuck, and you're so right about that. And and unfortunately, a lot of people do stay stuck. Well, it's true. Um, You know, I'm not here really to talk about what other people are doing. I just think that if you look at life as a journey, it's just a journey of chapters. Or if you look at life as chapters in a book, you know, you have a beginning, middle, and an end. And if you keep on walking through that and having the belief that, uh, you know, it will lead to another experience, then I think you're in pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, and people do love to share their stories. So extracting stories and and doing your your um, uh, top twelve. How did you get into the top twelve book list? How did that begin? Well, what happened was is that uh, I I had always felt that Spirited Woman was a supportive empowerment community for women. That's why I wanted to start it. I mean, the, the initial belief was you are enough as you are, 
and which is such a, a common thing of women not thinking that they are enough as they are. And as time went on, and I had been in business at this point, uh, my pick list started in 2005. I had been in business, I guess, for uh, 10 years at that point. I saw how there were these women all over the United States and the world who were doing these extraordinary things. I, call, I, I called them every woman visionaries. Here they were. They were healing people. They were, they were doing phenomenal art. They were doing fantastic cooking, having wonderful restaurants and retreats all over the world. And I thought, why isn't anybody bringing these women together in one uh, you know, one pick list so other people can find out about them and who they are. And I started doing it in December of 2005 or maybe November of 2005, and it's been going strong. No, excuse me, that's not right. Uh, uh, 2009. And it's been going strong ever since. And um, it's my way of, of getting women who who are both have a, both a product and a service, a, a service affiliation, and those who are talented authors to have an opportunity to be seen by a wide range of people, particularly in social media, and to be honored for the work that they're doing. You know, it, it is one of the profit centers. It is one of the profit centers of Spirited Woman. So there is a nominal marketing cost to be, to be involved, but there have been mm-hmm. close to 800 women who have become involved in the past five years. It's been very, very successful, and I, I, I am, I'm so happy that these women are supporting Spirited Woman, and I'm so happy that we are supporting them because advertising and PR can be ridiculously expensive and not necessarily effective. Mm, isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Well, that's that's just incredible. So, so what is the plan this year, for example? So, what what are you? I know the scarves that has become a big uh, part of it as well. So I've, I've been yes, watching uh, it. Yes, it's very, very, very large. Um, the Sisterhood of the Sacred Scars was started by me, also. Uh, about five years ago, to actually just a little less than that, I, I really felt that w- women needed a talisman. They needed a symbol of beauty and spirit and empowerment so that they could know that they were energetically connected to other women around the world and that together they had this healing power to help others and to make a difference. And so I thought if I would go out and, 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 and get the Spirited Woman prayer scarves. This would be the link. This would be the connector. And then I said to myself, well, if, if, if they buy the scarf, how about if we offer a ceremony so that together over a, a teleseminar, we can, we, can, we can treasure this scarf together and hone in on the significance of this scarf. And then how about if I take a portion of this scarf and I donated to the Spirited Woman Foundation, which, which had only been a dream at that time. It wasn't a reality. It was only a dream. I knew that I had wanted to start a foundation. I just didn't know how I was going to do it. And so I put aside uh, $5 from every scarf, 
And uh, I'm proud to say that within a year, I was able to start the Spirited Woman Foundation to help heal and support women through actions of empowerment. And to date, we've raised approximately $10,000, and we've given to uh, 14 nonprofits, and uh, we sold over 2,000 scarves, and close to uh, 800 women are involved. So it's been extremely successful. Mm. So, where, so where do the scarves come from? Who makes them? Well, every scarf is different. Every single scarf is different. They come from different countries. Uh, each Spirited Woman Prayer scarf sells for $48. So it's very important to, to find a scarf uh, where, that fits that model because I want as many women around the world to be able to purchase this scarf. You know, when you, when you start spending, uh, you know, north of $100 for a scarf or $200, a lot of people cannot afford that. So um, this scarf, is they're, they're always blessed. Um, I always have a healer bless them with me, and then we put them out into the world. So um, they each have a different story. They each have a different background. Many of them are from different countries. Oh, that is just such a beautiful idea, and I love what you said about connecting people. Uh, I obviously I'm a foreigner, so my family is in Europe, and it's uh, very important when you're a foreigner in, in this country, in America, that uh, how do you keep the energy with the women in your life alive? You know, my mother has passed on, so I I don't have a mother anymore. And uh, it's very important that my girlfriends from my childhood are still connected somehow with me. And thank God for for the Internet. We have now the ability to see each other and, like you said, do teleseminars and show people how their scarves are being blessed. It's just such a grand idea. It's just incredible. I love it. Well, it is. I, I think that uh, the women who have gotten involved – are just so happy to be involved. Uh, it's just it's just a wonderful thing. And we introduce the scarves like they're movies. So our latest scarf is called Namaste. And basically that means when I see the light in you and you see the light in me, we are one. And the scarf before that was Playful Spirit. How many women who are spirited women uh, view themselves as playful spirit? I would, I would imagine just about 100%. <laughs> I don't know. But it's hard to be a spirited woman and not feel as though you have a playful spirit. Um, and our next scarf, our holiday scarf, which is going to be introduced within the next couple of weeks, um, is called Deep Miracle. Uh, this particular scarf happens to be a gorgeous deep purple. And um, my mother recently passed away. And this scarf mm-hmm. is my dedication to my mother. Um, she was a deep miracle in my life, and I hope that I was a deep miracle in hers. And I do feel that around the holiday time, uh, we all need to appreciate what a miracle we are and what a miracle we are in, in others' lives. So this particular scarf is very, very special to me. Mm, well, first of all, my condolences and my thoughts go out to you and my heart for your mother's passing. passing. <laughs> That must have been very difficult. So, very, very difficult. 
you know that's a whole yeah. other that's a whole other a whole other subject in a whole other world i think uh when you are mm-hmm. when you are in, in a woman's empowerment group uh, or a leader of one or affiliated with one or however you are associated with it if if the primary people in in your group are in their late 40s 50s and 60s what happens is is that there is just about everybody that you that you reach out to who is going through some kind of parental loss. I mean, not everybody, of course, but so many women. And you find that through that, it is the, it is the women of the world who are the ones who are not uh, making, making the income around the time of the passing because there, there, there are so many things that, that one is responsible for when a parent is, is ready to pass. And you really you really see how many women there are in this world that are holding up this world. I mean, it's just amazing to me. I I had no idea how significant my role would become in my mother's life the last couple of years of her life. I had no idea. It never dawned on Mm -hmm. me that I'd have to have, have such responsibility. And I I marvel at the women, totally marvel who raise children, have spouses, go to work. I mean, it's just amazing to me to see how, 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 how much we as women uh, go through to support others. It, it, it is indeed because we uh, keep the hearts going. We keep everything moving. I mean, I remember when my mother passed away. I was only 16 years old, but she was the matriarch of our family, and quite clearly our family fell, fell apart afterwards. It was, uh, she kept everything going, and, and when, she, when she left, it was, there was a big gap, and it took many, many years for things to function again. So yeah, it's, it's it's extraordinary, and I learned that very early on that it was it was the power in the women in the heart that uh, created that environment of foundation and grounding for the entire family. Right. Yeah. Right. It's very very in- it's very interesting to me. We recently supported. Uh, a Spirited Woman Foundation, as I said, has supported fourteen nonprofits. And there was something in Washington, D.C. recently on, on October 22nd called the Thousand Goddesses Gathering. And it was created by a woman by the name of Mayor Cromwell, who is a healer. And she uh, wanted to do something in Washington, D.C. that would ground the feminine energetic, would ground the, you know, the, 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 um, en- the divine feminine energy and spread it out from Washington to the rest of the world. And they anticipated that there would be hundreds of women who, who would attend this. And so there were. It turned out that there were over four, 500 women. But what was so exciting, and I mean so totally exciting, is that Spirited Woman partnered with a Thousand Goddesses Gathering, meaning that we, because they were affiliated with a 501c3, we gave a portion of each scarf to the thousand goddesses gathering but we made sure that the women knew who were attending that if they wore this scarf there would be this scarf would be a talisman of their support 
of the thousand goddesses gathering, and it would be a connection to 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 have women come together. Well, it was remarkably successful, and when you see the pictures at this gathering, you see a sea, just a sea of women wearing the spirited woman prayer scarves, and that was just so exciting to me. Because, um, you know, on this large universal scale, you know, getting back to the divine feminine, getting back to nurturing the earth, getting back to healing, and on this massive level, you know, not only are we responsible for our families, but in essence, we're responsible for the earth. So, you know, it's just, it's just extra- extraordinary to me to see, um, you know, all yeah. of this coming about. And that's that's amazing. So this is on your website. I will repost that today so people can see that. For 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 the listeners out there that are just joining our show right now, we are uh, t- talking today. We're having a conversation with Nancy Mills of thespiritedwoman.com, a global women's empowerment community. Very, very incredible. Now, of course, Nancy, I have to get that uh, scarf, uh, the holiday scarf, because purple is my color. So how do I, how do <laughs> well, I you get the scarf? <laughs> well, you're the, you're, you're, the, this is, you're the first one really to know about it. They're not even uh, – uh, what I always do is we take pictures of the scarves and then um, – we 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 put them out in the world, and I'm going to be taking pictures within the next week. But um, you know, I can of course, in terms of uh, our relationship, and I know this is a radio show, but I will send you a picture, <laughs> and you will be able uh-huh. to get the first. You will be you will be able to get the first one because I I, I think you will love it, and not only that, it will be, mean mean a lot to me for someone like yourself to own the first one. And, you know, this, as I said, this scarf is very precious to me because of the relationship to my mom. She passed um, within the, within the month. So she was able to see Namaste, but she was never able to see this. So um, I, I also hope that her energetic will carry forward. And, you know, something very interesting in the Jewish faith, um, there are two primary there are two primary holidays. There is Rosh Hashanah, and there is Yom Kippur. There are other holidays throughout the rest of the year, but during the fall, there's Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And they say in the Jewish faith that if someone dies between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, the tears of God are upon them. And my mother died during Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And that meant that she had a very high death. And for that, I was so, so, so appreciative and so thankful. And I find this beautiful purple scarf. I had been looking for a purple scarf for I can't tell you how long. And as I looked at the fabrication, I saw that there were little, I don't want to call them tears, little openings. And I said, wait a second, the word tear is the same as the word tear. And as I was looking at this scarf, I saw in my mind the tears of God within it. And I thought, how remarkable that this, is, this all happened. Um, you know, and, and what, you know, this is such a 
a wonderful example of how if we listen, um, if we open ourselves up and, and, and believe that, that things will happen for us and, and, uh, in, a, in a bigger way than just our own intuition, um, you know, then I think we have unlimited possibilities. And I, I, I always like to, you know, give stories like that because I feel that there's so many opportunities to listen, um, you know, listen from the sky plane, for lack of a better word, listen to those who are, who are protecting us, you know, it's just a bigger picture. That's all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Beautifully said, beautifully said. And I was looking for a purple scarf once. It was very difficult to find one. So yes, because it true. has to be. It has. It has to be the right purple, otherwise it looks ugly. And this. And this is. Mm-hmm. This is the right purple. And of course, purple is is the combination of red and blue. So red and blue is purple, and we are coming into an election. And so we've got the red team, and we've got the blue team. So it's very interesting that this scarf is going to be released right around this time. Yes, and we we all need to pray a lot. What is next election will be a big change, a big big change of of what is to come. But you know, don't don't get don't get me don't get me started. I it's just it's just too upsetting to to contemplate the what could happen. So I I, I don't know. So. Anyhow, it's a whole other thing. But I do know that uh, you know I see the word "woman." <laughs> I'm just I'm just you know uh, focusing on the word "woman" here, and and uh, you know putting a life force into it, and and taking it all the way to Washington with me. <laughs> so that's it. That's it's just a beautiful of uh, doing this. You know, taking the steps to bring women together, to empower them, to uh, give them hope for the future, to give them protection, to uh, give them a breath of fresh air that we can get away from all of those things that are bombarding us on a daily uh, basis, you know, through the media, But to come into gatherings, I I had a healing center and I had a sweat lodge for many years and and I did a lot of women's gatherings and I cannot tell you, and I know you you know this, Nancy, that when you're bringing women together, 10 or 15 or 20 or however many women together, there's such an incredible love and, and so much power and women walk away from these events and they are nourished for the whole year. And that is what needs to happen. We need to have more of these circles and gatherings. And I don't I don't think there are enough of those. I agree with you. I was thinking just the exact same thing after we after our involvement with the Thousand Goddesses gathering. I thought how remarkable. Because it, this gathering was completely and 100% in line with the mission of Spirited Woman, which was to help, which is to help heal and support women through actions of empowerment. You know, I don't care how, how one does it, just as long as you do it. 
And we became so aligned with this gathering. And then once you have a gathering, you need a symbol. You need a symbol of connection. And you need a reminder that you were there. And, and that's one of the reasons why this scarf is so important and can be so important uh, for, as, as a connector a connector of healing energy. And I think one of the remarkable things about women who do get together in a circle, do get together in a gathering, get together in, in a, a sweat lodge or in a, you know, in a healing, healing circle or at a healing retreat, is that typically, not always, but typically there is an immediate sense of intimacy. It is, okay, I will share with you what I might have been holding back from others because there's just this immediate connection of we're here for a reason. We're real. We're here to help and support one another. And, and, and it's as if the veil has been lifted. So there's a tremendous amount of power in that. I am not a man. I don't know how men have a tendency to react, but I have heard that they do not have the same sense of openness that we as women do in terms of an uh, of an immediate uh, uh, you know connection and 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 sharing of of what is at hand. Absolutely, that is so true. It just brings back all these memories of moments in the sweat lodge. I remember uh, we would get together on a Friday afternoon, and the retreat would be till Sunday. And by Sunday, there was, like you just said, Nancy, there was such an intimacy between everyone. Everybody knew each other on a on such a soul, beautiful soul level. And, you know, there is, there is not anything. I mean, I can do a workshop online, which I'm starting tonight, and there's maybe 10 or 11 women that join in. But to physically get together with women around the fire or, you know, out out in nature is is also so powerful and having then the symbol of the scarf what a beautiful idea that you have created i just absolutely love it that is extraordinary oh, i had a we had a, we had a birthday party um on our in our lake house um in july and one of our buddhist friends he was a tibetan monk and he brings uh, scarves, you know, blue for men and the white ones for the women, the, the the Tibetan scarves that he did a little ceremony around us. And I treasure that scarf. I wear that scarf when I feel bad, you know. I put that around yeah, me when I yeah. feel bad. It's such a protection. It, it serves as such a protection. So that's just it is. so it, 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 it is really it is really a protection. It really is. And, and uh, well, hopefully somebody will listen to this and will want to do a gathering. Um, we do need more of them. Oh, I, I would love to put together for next year a, a few gatherings in Oregon. And you are in Los Angeles. You're near, you're, you're near Santa Barbara, right? Actually, I... Um, am. It's about a 90-minute drive. I used to live in Santa Barbara. I started Spirited Woman in Santa Barbara, uh, interestingly enough, but I'm originally from Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So, and, and live here now. 
Uh, that's and you and you like it. You like where you are. So you're you obviously are you in the city or are you on the outskirts? Are you in nature? I see you in nature somewhere. So, well, I I am and and I'm not. I mean, being in nature in Los Angeles is not hard to do, but um, it, it, you know it's a it's a cosmopolitan place, and I happen to live in an area which is called Playa Vista. And Playa Vista is very interesting because the history of Playa Vista is that it was formerly an Indian burial ground. And it, it is part of what we call the Bologna wetlands, which is uh, the lar- where many of the various birds in California live and migrate to. Um, and this area that I'm in has become very popular and they refer to it as Silicon Beach because there are so many uh, tech-oriented companies that are here. I'm literally right across the street, would you believe, from the YouTube studio, (laughs) which is is amazing to me. And um, also, uh, Howard Hughes had the spruce goose, and he put it in a huge hangar. And I'm across the street from that hangar, which has been purchased by Google, and they're putting all of their employees into that hangar. So I live in a, in a really delightful, uh, very unusual area in that you, you, ha- you have the wetlands, you have the technology, you have the Indian influence, and um, I'm near the beach. So it's really a lot of fun. I'm, I'm very, very lucky that I live where I live. I'm very, very fortunate. And and that, too, was a very interesting story because I didn't know that this part of the city was on an Indian burial ground. I had absolutely no idea. And when the original developers came in, they they were, you know, tearing up the land. And what did they discover but uh, bones, thousands of bones. And what these developers did it it hurts me even to talk about it is they gathered the bones and they put them in storage lockers and it took the indians years and years and years to get them to give the bones back and to honor the land and so this land has unbelievable history and it's very heartbreaking to think what some of the history is but some of the more exciting history is the fact that this particular land had one of the few women chieftains as a leader. And so she eventually died in battle, but I could never understand, because I've lived in Playa Vista at different times, why I was so connected to this, to this area. And I think one of the reasons is, is that I'm living on top of an Indian burial ground, and I feel a very strong connection to the creative aspects of this particular tribe that used to be here. So, you know, life's And if you believe in past lives, then you could even go as, uh, further and, and imagine what you did perhaps in a previous life. <laughs> well, <laughs> Maybe I, I, you I, were I, the chieftain woman. I don't know, but I do believe in, in, in the ancestral lineage uh, and I think that, you know, that's another thing about scarves. I mean, when you go back and you listen, when you think about scarves, you think about our ancestors. You think about women who had to wear it to cover their head and the, the other usages of it. So, it. so it is a symbol of carrying forward 
multiple generations. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, how important that is and how fantastic that is for every woman to really think about. And when you take a walk, when you take a spirited woman's step, whatever you call it, you are walking on behalf of God knows how many generations. And that, that in and of itself should give you power. You know, that's, a, that's very significant. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so what, is the, what does the future hold for a spirited woman, Nancy? Where, what do you see when you think about your company and what you created? Or where do you want to go in the next few years? Well, I'm sort of coming off of, of, a, of a, a very a strong personal year. It, it, it was a year where I devoted most of my, my energies to someone else. And I am now sort of trying to put the pieces back together. <laughs> and I, so I'm answering as honestly as I can, meaning I have an idea, but I don't know um, – exactly where it's headed. I, I, I would say instead of selling 400 to 500 scarves a year as we are, my goal for next year will be to sell 1,000 scarves. And I'm sure that that can be accomplished. I, I, wasn't able, I wasn't able to focus on that, so I couldn't accomplish it. But uh, I, I would imagine next year we'll sell 1,000 scarves, which is very exciting. The other thing I want to do is I want to get more involved with the international market, meaning there are so many nonprofits uh, out there that help women who live around the world, and we haven't gotten involved with any of those nonprofits yet. Most, almost all of the nonprofits I've gotten involved with help women in the United States. I'd like to be involved with a nonprofit that helps women internationally. That's very important to me. I'd like to do that, and I'd like to expand so that there are more collateral product, uh, products that go with the scarves. We did something for our last scarf, which was called a, um, a, a, Buddha, um, a, a Buddha prayer bracelet. And it's, it was just so wonderful. Everybody loved this. A Buddha power bracelet. Everybody loved this bracelet. So there's going to be more of those kinds of things to go along with the scarf. And then the other thing I want to concentrate on is I want to uh, concentrate on getting on various boards of various nonprofits that are in alignment with us and help mentoring uh, uh, as many people as I can. You know, that's really important to me to do that. Um, and we will still have the pick list, absolutely, of course, because I really believe that that's a very economical way to connect women. I don't think I'm going to be doing the directory anymore because it's an enormous amount of work, and I, I feel that the business is going in a different direction. So I hope that answers your question. I, I, I see myself also doing a lot more travel I couldn't travel because of the situation I had with my mother. I couldn't leave her. So now, um, you know, one of the things that, you know, we were talking about, you and I, are gatherings and things along those uh, lines. And I have the freedom now to do the things that I, I, I couldn't do uh, in the past few years, you know. And because Spirited Woman has been going strong for 20 years, there are women all over the place that – that are involved with spirited women. So if I wanted to, <laughs> I guess I could live in an RV and drive from one state to the next 
and visit the various people who have invited me to stay at their homes through the years. So I think it would that's be a, a really great idea. <laughs> that is a well, great idea, Nancy. Come on up to Oregon. <laughs> well, I can just picture myself uh, driving an RV from you know who. It, 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 actually, it would probably be so much fun. So I don't know. I yes, I would love to come uh, to Oregon again. I love Oregon. It's a beautiful, beautiful state. I mean, it's just so pretty. So yes, who knows what's going to be? But that's well. A, if an you de- if you decide to do that, if you decide to come to Oregon, we'll have to plan a retreat, a Absolutely. women's retreat. So that Absolutely. would be that would be fantastic. Would be- I'd love it. So, Nancy, so can you uh, uh, give the listener again your website and how someone will get, go about getting a hold of you and buying a scarf? Sure, or, sure. Or if they have questions, sure. how to get um, on the directory. Thank you. Well, there is no directory anymore, so um, it, it's the pick list. What, any, anyone can go online at uh, thespiritedwoman.com. So it's T-H-E, spiritedwoman.com, and um, you'll find us. And if you want to buy a scarf, our latest scarf is Namaste. All you have to do is go there and click on the link. Um, They're almost sold out, so my advice would be to hurry up because um, once we start our next scarf, we will be removing Namaste. Um, And in terms of contacting me, I actually have a phone, and I really answer it. (laughs) So uh, my number is 805-698-3555. And I always welcome hearing from people. And my web, my email address is located in a multitude of places on the website. Um, it's just Nancy Mills at thespiritedwoman.com. So I always welcome hearing from people. And I, I always uh, welcome knowing about you. You know, it's, it's always fun to, to uh, meet new people and to see the, and, and to hear the wonderful, exciting things that they're doing. Mm-hmm. So is there a, a, a final message that you'd like to leave uh, our listeners with today, Nancy? Um, it's very generous of you to share your phone number, so thank you for that. <laughs> um, you know, I think what I'd like to say uh, really and truly is that um, – we as women, I do believe, are the greatest support system on this earth for ourselves, the earth, and others. And we have this gift. We have this life force that lives within us, this passion that lives within us, that is free and can be shared with those around us. And I think the message of namaste, when you see the light in me and I see the light in you, we are one, is a wonderful message to leave this call with because that is the mm-hmm. truth. And, you know, just as you're saying those words, a train is going by my cabana because I live just a few feet away from a train track. I'm between a, a train track and a lake. <laughs> and when the, when the train comes by, 
everything's shaking. So it's 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 incredible. It was just as soon as you finish those words, the train was whistling very loudly. I don't know if you can hear it in the background. I did. I heard not. it. I heard it. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> That's very apropos. I I just want to thank you for for being on the show with us today. Uh, Nancy Mills of Spirit, the SpiritedWoman.com. What an incredible organization! What an incredible mission! Uh, and I hope everybody plugs in uh, to that and calls Nancy or email her. You can find her email all over her website. And uh, those scarves, I, I think I have to get online now and get one of those uh, Namaste scarves. This is, by the way, also one of my favorite sayings. I, I was in India for a long time, and Namaste is a very, very powerful statement because we're honoring each other in our hearts and our spirits, and we cannot live without each other. We are all one. That is the statement here. And I, it, it would be wonderful if our politicians could learn this at one point and the people running the world or <laughs> pretending they're running the world. <laughs> right. I think the mantra should be namaste, namaste, namaste over and over. Then maybe eventually we'll get into their neural nets and they will start to absorb it. So that would be good. <laughs> so... I want to thank you again for being here with me today, Nancy, and I hope I uh, can meet you in person very soon. Either I have to come down to L.A. or you need to get into that RV and come on up and start traveling around the world. (laughs) Thank you. And to the listener, uh, I so appreciate you taking an hour out of your time and being here with us. Uh, we could not do this show without you, and we look forward uh, to hearing from each and every one of you. Again, my uh, webinar begins tonight at 5, the 7 Insights, The Secret to Quantum Transformation, and tonight's subject will be the Law of Attraction. What you have become is the result of what you have thought, Gautama Buddha says. And I look forward to meeting you all soon. Have a wonderful Tuesday. And I will look forward to hearing from you next Tuesday. Arrivederci. Bye-bye. And namaste.